Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is the Reptile Talk Podcast. Boom! What is going on, everybody? This is Jeremy Turgeon from Brassman Reptiles. And I'm Rob, and I'm creeping it real. Hey, we're back for another week of fun shenaniganness with a fun shenanigan lover this week. I'm about it. <laughs> I'm I'm super excited. Uh, I feel like it's also a great change of pace from the consistent. Uh, you know, we've been posting a lot of stuff about U.S. Arc, and and you know, it's overall fairly negative. So I'm happy that uh, we're bringing somebody on that's genuinely a pretty positive person. Uh, I don't know if he's as positive as Rob because Rob's usually like 99.99% positive, but uh, he's he's pretty damn close. <laughs> Look, I told Kristen that he is the nicest person I've ever met, and he's way nicer than me. So, <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I don't want to drag this on any further. So, without further ado, welcome everybody, Brian Cusco, the man, the with the legend. That's a lot to live up to all of a sudden. I, I'm not feeling very positive today, man. <laughs> See, Rob, you do win. <laughs> yeah, easily, easily. It's been a rough, it's been a rough little couple. Um, but I, I mean, I've been around. I love that. Been around from around the block and around the world. I've, I've been around the block a couple times at this point. Been around the world a couple times, and I usually stay pretty positive about it. But. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cry. I already cried once today. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was watching this documentary on Folsom Prison, which was. Uh, I would, I'm not gonna say it's a mistake to have done it. It was something. It was intentional to watch, but I got 25 minutes in, and I was just like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, grabbed my wife and buried my face in her shoulder for a moment and just just let it go. Um, which is what was happening on the documentary as well. So it was like, you know, I was like, I was feeling it. I was really feeling it. But let's keep it positive. Let's not talk about prison and crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, we want to bring this up after all this negativity with you. And sorry, prison crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that is. A, I mean, I guess we're gonna do a slow elevation into positive world. So we have to we have to start, you know, from the bottom. So I guess that's okay. If you mess up and U.S. Arc. Uh, doesn't get things passed or or removed from past, then you go to prison, and you don't want that. So <laughs> that is what would happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair. You know, that's that's fair. Well, it's not fair, but that's it's not fair. accurate, yes. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to become. Yeah, that, that that's that's the other thing that had me stressed. I was like, just the thought of because I've I've been a you know a criminal, and I don't want to ever be a criminal again. Uh, and for the legislation to potentially make that happen based on what I'm doing right now, that's not criminal activity for it to like magically become criminal activity overnight would be, that'd be a real bummer, man. That would really, that would really ruin my day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. But luckily there's been lots of people doing lots of good work. I mean, yourself included, obviously, Jeremy, I was super stoked yesterday to see, brian and phil on the same screen talking because i don't yeah. think it's been i don't know if that's ever happened first of all um 
and I, there was a time when it seemed like that would never happen, you know, just because like right. how much um, flack was Brian, Brian was catching at one point, you know, uh, just his name, like he, he couldn't work with USR because they didn't want it to tarnish their name. Um, right. So it was nice to see that. I was that made my heart very happy. Yeah, um, I was uh, I was happy when uh, when we were all able to make that come together. You know, it took uh, it was a couple of weeks of just making sure that everybody was obviously available. Number one, but um, yeah, I was I was hoping that uh, there wouldn't be any any problems. Um, you know, because I remember all that flack and and nonsense and how that that wasn't really a thing that could happen. Not not that long ago either. No, it was like a couple couple few years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I was, I was really happy, uh, to make all that happen and it was really, really well received, which is great. So I'm happy. Yeah. When I saw your thumbnail, I was that. like, Oh, is that happening? Sweet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was great. So yeah, shout out to all those guys that, uh, that jumped on there, Phil and Brian and, and Mason. Cause that was, that was quite wonderful. Uh, prison and tears aside, I'm feeling pretty positive about that. Like I, there's been a, a large rally. Um, I know that, you know, emotions were high at one point. I, I made a video talking about it, like how it was going to get me down, how people seem to be going after each other and the, the shaming within the hobby that was happening with, you know, when emotions get high and the things that were potentially going to be turned into criminals because of legislation that wasn't there before. I, and I, and, but, but now I'm based on like all the activity that seems to have taken place. I'm feeling pretty positive about it, man. I, I think that at this i don't think i don't think it stands a chance with that, everybody that's been rallying around us arc and, and the message and all, all the people i've seen contacting their senators and people who have have their family members and friends who aren't even part of the hobby contacting their senators like i yeah. feel like there's a, a big noise being made and i'm i'm feeling like it's headed in in the right i don't see it i don't see that legislation i don't see that little part that's that amendment that's attached to that huge bill um staying in there when it comes time i, I just don't i don't see it staying so and I think that if we continue what we've been doing and everybody keeps rallying and everybody keeps keeps making the noise and um, rallying together around U.S. Arc, I, I think that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm hoping so, man. That. It's 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 very scary. Um, and, you know, I've had a lot of people reach out to me specifically being like, hey, like, I don't exactly understand every little bit of this. Is there any way you can give me like the lowdown of what's going on? And um, I think that that's kind of how a lot of the these kind of regulations hope that they're perceived is that people have a hard time just understanding them and so they're not going to fight it because it's just too hard to understand it's just like why is that allowed that should not be allowed like you know yeah. it's just ridiculous yeah legal speak is definitely not my strong point you know a lot of, i read legal documents i'm like what is this greek um, but that one <laughs> at least i can understand a bit q-57 of section three <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the number, but especially when they started, like, we're going to remove this part from some other thing that's over here. These two words will come out. These two words will go in. And, but the, what I was able to pull away from it, that it is that it was a pretty broad and, and pretty uh, broad is the right word, I think, but there's another word I'm looking for, which is vague. Like, it was, it was vague enough to where it'd be o very open to interpretation of whatever politician or whatever judge or whoever happens to be reading that law. It could be very widely interpreted, which is, I think, was the most is the most dangerous thing about it is that it could be read in such a wide, like actually, according to what how I'm reading this, you're fucked. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. The county that I'm in right now, I'm in Orange County, North Carolina. They actually have a regulation on the books that if your pet bites someone, then it has to be put down. And it's not specified just like cat or dog. So like if you have a corn snake and it bites someone, it's got to get put down based on the law. And it's like, what? What? So it's like, I don't even want to have like people over my place because it's just like too risky, you know? Here was a little positive thing that that was um, just the night before last. I had a snake laying a clutch of eggs and I had a bunch of neighborhood kids over with their parents to watch the clutch pulling. And we did a little video on it and everything. And uh, that was great, you know, because they'd never seen anything like that before. And they're all getting to check it out and like touch the eggs and, you know, have a nice hands-on experience. And the reason I think about that is you talk about these corn, you know, if my corn snake bites somebody, I have two corn snakes um, and one of them bites. (laughs) 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 And I told, I told them all that. I was like, well, but the funny thing, it only, it only bites Noah. It only bites my oldest son. It's never been anybody else, but it's bit him like five times. Um, So yeah, if, if, if you had to put down every snake that, that bit, I mean, that's a, that's a lot. Especially if you include their baby years, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty yeah. wild. But, like, I'm pretty pumped because uh, I have a few snakes that have just ovulated now. And I'm, I'm like, excited to incubate some eggs again and hatch out some babies again. Um, but Kristen has never experienced anything like that. Mm. So she's oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm excited to just see some little baby snakes hatching out. And I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't get old. Like, it'll never get old. The day that it becomes, like, not exciting anymore is the day that I quit. Like, I'm done because yeah. it's just amazing to watch these little snakes come out of the eggs. It is, dude. I was just thinking about that, like, the night before. La- Even before those kids came over, like, a few nights ago, I was – I knew I had some – I had a clutch that just hatched, and I knew I had more eggs coming. I was just thinking about the days when I was, you know, in elementary school looking at these books and seeing, like, black and white pictures of somebody hatching corn snakes, you know, seeing them come out and being like- – and I remember in my mind, I've said this before, I still feel that way when I was a kid. I was like, wow, this is like, this is like scientists and stuff. They have snakes and they're hatching them out. And it's like, wow, I, that's like way above my prey grade. And like in my little kid mind, it's like, I'll always be above. My, I'm not oh, the scientist stuff. That's, that just seems too far to grasp. It. <laughs> but, and it's funny because most scientists can't breed snakes. They just know the taxonomic <laughs> tree that goes back to it. And they could not ever breed a snake if they tried yeah, it probably wasn't a scientist in that book that I was looking at when I think back. It's probably somebody in there. Uh, it in was their the basement. scientist's friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the snakes. <laughs> That's another thing I love about this hobby, man, is is the wide range of folks that are involved in it, from scientists to just us, us uh, you know, musician type or enthusiast types and how those, those walls get broken down very often um, mm-hmm. within yeah. the hobby. Like we get to make friends with these guys that are, you know, PhDs and like top of their field and just hang out and, you know, ha- have a beer and or just just the, the blending of society that happens within the hobby is one of my favorite things about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a massive level of diversity. And I mean, anybody that's been to a reptile show definitely gets a, a glimpse, a glimpse of that. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Rob. <laughs> It can be pretty diverse. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just look at Rob, dude. <laughs> well, I was gonna say that was that was one of my my uh, favorite parts about like working working at Nerd was like you had 
uh, Kevin, who very much was like the stereotypical, like old school snake keeper guy. And then you've got Rob, who like fits the bill with the gauged ears and the tattoos. And then here I am, like former teacher. Like, hey guys, what's up? I like snakes. Like, <laughs> ball pythons, ball pythons, ball, ball pythons, ball pythons. <laughs> that video will still never be old, ever. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that was there fun. Was... That was so much fun to get to come come see you guys out there. I'm glad that I made it at that time. You know, because obviously you guys aren't there anymore. And yeah. That was a crucial time to have been able to make it because I wanted to go out for a while. Like ever since I got that that book, I was like, oh, man, how cool would it be to, you know, like meet these guys. And cause especially since right after I got, you know, I'm talk- the book I'm talking about, the big old thick ball python book that, yeah, that yeah, Kevin yeah. wrote with the geneticist uh, lady. Um, the, I, it was it was shortly after reading that book that I found myself standing in Lindy Johnson's driveway uh, talking to him about, you know, this, like literally like within a couple months of having picked up the book, like next thing I know, I'm, I'm in Lindy's driveway and Damn. we're talking. And so I was like, wow, this is crazy. I was just reading about this guy in a book and now here I am standing at his house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, it, so it was in my, you know, I was, it was obviously my radar to like, and then watching Kevin's videos and being a, a musician metalhead myself in to a certain, you know, degree. Um, just being like, oh, how cool is these guys there? And then like, you know, jam guitar and like, and then to actually make it happen was, to make it happen at the time that it did when you guys were still there, because I mean, you guys are huge. Nah, we're not. Yeah, we're not, no, I mean the the, the vibe. I I well, <laughs> I mean we're, we're all average size, I guess. <laughs> Rob, Rob's a little taller, skinnier than me. Um, Jeremy, maybe a little shorter, but uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe a little chubbier too. But <laughs> no, but it was just it was just so fun. I'm glad that I made it there while you guys still were there because that was a crucial point in my life i feel yeah that was that yeah was dude it was hang. so cool i was just looking through some of the old pictures on my phone and i saw some pictures from that day and like when you were hanging out Janet and like um and then, uh, he was hanging with that lace monitor on my, on my back and he's sitting there just like petting it man that was just it was a good time that was very roboty, but I still picked up the main <laughs> gist of it, which was, yeah, the 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 mo- moment with Janet and the moment with the lace monitor was, yeah, it was awesome. Like that, that thing was, yeah, that girl was. I, I almost, <laughs> I almost went. I couldn't afford it at that moment, at the least. But I, I was like in my head, I was thinking like, how can I make this work? How can this? How can I bring this lizard home with me? Right. And then the moment with Janet too. Like it, it's such a cool, like the way she was like cruising down here I, that's actually my profile pick on everything i i think all, all the different platforms i have that i use that pick with janet on my head is the profile pick because it just came out so nicely when tara took that picture yeah that is a great photo i rob is now for anybody who's on the audio only version later rob was just a spinning ball of death for a few seconds and now he has vanished so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you couldn't tell by the way his voice uh, I, when he started becoming the terminator again (laughs) he got sucked back out by the matrix (laughs) somebody pulled his plug (laughs) i realized that i wasn't on the wi-fi and i was just on my like Ah, wireless damn that's why i'm on back here because if i go on the wi-fi way back here that's that's i'll get pulled out of the matrix too yeah (laughs) oh man 
Uh, so, uh, Costco, do you have any uh, exciting things that you're that you're breeding this year? I mean, for me, yeah. For for Ryan McVeigh, no, not so much. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that man isn't here. So discuss. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's some there's some pretty stellar clutches that just hit the ground. One one of them a sunset clutch. I mean, I've hatched the the potent, full potential of that particular sunset clutch before, but mm-hmm. I still get no less excited about it because I still think it's one of the best looking ball pythons to to hatch out. Um, and I've got this clown clutch this season that is just mind-blowing. I, I, I could ramble off all the genetics involved in the pairing, and I will. It's uh, <laughs> We have the potential for a baby to come out being a Enchi Red Stripe GHI Spot Nose Yellow Belly Pinstripe Extreme Gene Clown. Oh, um, yeah, that's that's a mile. Yeah. I like that. Those are, those are some, some cool balls, sir. Some cool, some cool balls. And I, I love all, I love the patterns. I love everything about ball pythons, dude. Um, that's basically, I'm trying to think of something where I'm to make myself a liar on the spot. Um, <laughs> but I'm the kids, like all those kids that came over the other day when we were pulling the clutch, like, you know, I could easily hand them all ball pythons and not, and not even worry about it. You know what I mean? Especially the ones that I've raised and they're just, bulletproof for for kid in, in interactivity even in a crowded little snake room with little holes everywhere to go because i know the snake's basically going to chill with them mm-hmm. um it's great and then they get super excited and then even the parents are like whoa what is this you know that looking at the pied like what what is how what i, I didn't know snakes could look like this do you remember Tell the first more. time you saw a pied yeah <laughs> i do <laughs> What what was your thought when you saw that? Because the first time I saw one, I was like, somebody painted that. That's yes, that's Photoshop. Like, yeah, <laughs> not even Photoshop because Photoshop wasn't a thing. I was just like, someone painted it. <laughs> I I thought, I want that. I want that now. <laughs> it became like part of my mission in life. Was like, I I I, I want that, and I'm, I will. Yes, it's like when uh, like when Wayne you know, walks by the guitar shop and. Excalibur's up there, you know, oh, the, yeah. the guitar, and you're just like, "Oh no, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm totally mixing up how he felt about Cassandra with how he feels about the guitar." No, I think it was both, right? It was the, he had that feeling toward. Am I, am I remembering it wrong? It's been decades since I've seen the movie, but I feel like it was the same moment with the guitar as there was with the girl, which was, "Oh yes, it will be mine." And for her, she, not it. Don't get offended. <clears throat> Yeah, dude. I I have not owned a pied, but one day I will. They're finally at the point where like you can buy one. It's not unreasonable to buy one. Yeah, I, in fact, you know what? I it was too unreasonable at the time. Like I went down to my old stomping grounds where I got my first snakes when I was a kid, and to you know get my first ball python at the ripe age of thirty-two or whatever it was, and I couldn't afford a pied. <laughs> But I wanted one yep. really bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact that you can get them for like $300, $400 now is, is insane. I mean, if you think about the fact that the first ones went for like 125 k or whatever, yeah, that's, that's pretty mm-hmm. – those are some wild numbers to – and that, that right there, I guess, anybody that, that is still doubting the way that supply and demand works, I mean, that's like one of the most prominent examples. <laughs> We've got two – or we've got two hundred thousand. What's 
Yeah. What's it cost? <laughs> For real. I don't know yep. if there's 200,000. I just pulled that number out of my butthole. But... <clears throat> I mean, there, Sometimes, there could be. There could be, there could be 200,000 at Wilbanks' place alone. <laughs> You know, one of the bummers sometimes is that I think about what I'm saying, and it it bums me out sometimes that I have to do that, or that I even that it even happens anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I I was like, do I in in the in, with mid sentence I was like, do I say ass, butt? Let's add the hole. Oh, somebody's <laughs> gonna hate that. <laughs> oh man, they'll they'll survive. They'll be okay. I know, I know, they'll I know. be okay. But, but I, if I have to hear about it later, then I'm really, I mean. It's, it's, Listen, if you hear about it later, if you hear about it later, you tell those guys that you know a guy that'll take care of all their problems. (laughs) It was just one of the last videos I put out, which was one where, like, most of the the feedback was like, oh, man, thank you for, like, saying this. And thank thank you for, like, being so awesome and, you know, being so positive and really working to, like, bring everybody together. It's a beautiful thing. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I'm super disappointed in this video. Because of that one word you said, that one word out of that whole half hour of verbal <laughs> diarrhea, there was one word that really disappoints me. Yep. And they're going to make a comment about it. <laughs> Disappointed okay. them a you lot. It's okay. I get it. Everybody's, everybody's at a different place in life at a different time. I'm sure yeah. at some point Ooh. I'll be in a place where I feel like I need to make a comment like that on somebody else's video. I have, you know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think that might be a goal for me now to make a YouTube video where I do something where like Brian's just got a comment and be like I'm disappointed in that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you, Jeremy. <laughs> what would you have to do? Bar check and fill together. You're ruining the hobby. <laughs> I'm sure there are people who are saying that because they just can't help themselves. But yeah, literally literally i'm i'm honestly i'm thankful but i'm honestly surprised within the first you know 24 hours now that there has not been a why is barcheck on this he's ruining the hop i'm amazed i haven't gotten one of those comments and i'm incredibly grateful i don't certainly want that at all because then i'll lose my ever-living mind but um it's kind of a hard-pressed <laughs> issue to push this i mean if you just go by like maybe a a thumbnail or the thing is that everybody's always going to, somebody's always going to disagree with somebody else's tactics, no matter what it is. Like, right. That's just, this just is what it is. You know, some tactics are very effective. Some are less effective. Some are make more people cringe than others. I mean, it just is what it is. But if you look at what the guy's been doing the past couple of years, if, you, if the overall positive effect he's having on the hobby isn't what you take away, then you weren't really, really paying attention too closely to what's actually happening over there. Um, I mean, yeah. as somebody who's been over there a couple times now since then, and just watching what actually happens um, on the videos and not just going off of the, the, how the thumbnail makes me feel or whatever, and like seeing the amount of positive effect that he's taking snakes and, and reptiles and changing the minds of people who beforehand could, could care less about snakes or literally hated them. I mean, he's doing changing it in such a big way. Um, on a, and reaching an audience that's larger than any of us could ever imagine yeah and um emily and ed over snake discovery too they're doing they're doing huge um with that too it seems it seems to me uh they're reaching a big audience um clint and the more the more people that get involved my my big hope or my big point the other night on on the video is that hopefully everybody just keeps doing this and keeps getting bigger and bigger to the point where 
the keeping of reptiles gets a lot closer or any steps closer to having reptile keeping and reptile pets being close to as normal as having dogs and cats as pets is going to be a win for what we're doing, I think. And the more I see that happen, then great. Yeah, I think that we've come such a, a long way from when, you know, when I was a kid and keeping reptiles to, to now. Um, because, like, literally, I, I meet, like, regular people and they're like, oh, like, they see a snake on my shirt. They're like, oh, such and such. Oh, you, you, you have snakes? And they ask me, oh, yeah, I've got some snakes, blah, blah, blah. And they almost always, if they don't have a reptile, one of their close friends does. A bearded dragon, a leopard gecko, a, a ball python. Um, and it's it's not something like, you know, back when I was a kid, no one had snakes. Like very few people I ever met had snakes as pets. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like if someone did, it was like the big deal. Like, you know, they would have their friends over to watch it eat or, or you know, whatever. And uh, now it's just it's it's so much more accessible. It's so much more common. I think that with information and people being able to just watch and desensitize themselves online before they meet one in person, it has done like this huge benefit for reptiles in general. Because you know, granted, there are lots of scare documentaries and 72 most dangerous animals and blah 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 all that stuff (laughs) um there's also a lot of people who are posting stuff to be like hey look snakes are not bad they're not terrible they don't always bite people and they don't just chase people or you know just go after them for no reason it's uh, and when people people can get both sides of the coin you know it, it leads to better understanding that's one of the ones that always makes me crack up when somebody I'm talking to in person tells me at the time that a snake chased them. I'm like, I'm like, it, it chased you, huh? I'm like, yeah. what? There was a lady at our uh, turtle club that was, she was like, yeah, and this day I was like, are you sure it was actually chasing you or did you just run and then look back and think that it was closer than it was before? Like, I don't know that it actually <laughs> like was actually, you know, with the full definition of the word chase actually chasing you maybe it was going the same direction that you ran but <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. for real exactly but when you were talking about um you know how more uncommon it was for keeping when you're a kid it reminded me of the show and tell session that i had one time in um when i was in seventh grade i think no sorry um second grade when i was seven and there was a kid i'll never forget him joey in class and he would i think because i talked about my i brought my snake to class one time you know for for show and tell so people could check it out and everything and then when it was his turn for show and tell, he told a story about his, his snake. And he had this one snake at home and she, she just laid eggs. And then another show and tell, you know, whenever it was a couple weeks later or something, he was like, it's crazy because that snake laid eggs. And then, then now this other snake laid But then later he told me, he came, he's, don't tell anybody, I don't really have a snake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, that was- that's, what? Uh, that's, <laughs> I mean, sure, all your secret's safe with me, but that's crazy that you just lied to the class about that for show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be cool like Cosmo. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I hadn't thought about that. I don't remember the last time I thought about that, but your story, when you're just talking, it just it popped back in my memory from my memory back. <laughs> oh, See, Dude, when I was little, I had tarantulas, classes. so I brought tarantulas in. Oh, man. 
that do that. Yeah, the teachers weren't a fan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I all I I think one of my best memories of like bringing uh, an animal to a class was actually uh, my senior year photos in high school, taking a couple big carpet pythons uh, <laughs> into my school for these photos. And uh, my one of my really good friends, Dennis, was coming in with his mother. They were doing all the photos in the library. And I pull out this seven-and-a-half-foot coastal carpet python and whatever. I'm trying to pose it because I was trying to get snakes onto my trumpet and do this do this shoot with the two of them. And uh, all of a sudden, I just hear, Woo! Dennis, you should have warned me this mother was bringing snakes. What? What is happening? <laughs> Like in the middle of the library, like any studying ceased. <laughs> and it's like, what? What the hell is going on? I don't understand. Bruh. That was fun. That's that was a good accent. I like that accent. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. It's like you can't really be pissed off at somebody who's pissed off in that accent. It's like, oh, yeah, they're just, they're just doing their thing. They're eccentric. Yeah. Yep. That's that was that was a really fun memory. Other other than that, I never brought snakes into class. I brought frogs because I used to be really big into amphibians and stuff. So I remember like an elementary oh. school show and tell. I brought like an eastern spadefoot toad or something. Dude, that science was cool. science class seventh, seventh grade again at um or not science class but the the science fair. Um, mm-hmm. my science project was just I went to the creek and caught tadpoles and put them in an aquarium. And then Watch a made a little diagram, you know, had a big piece of green, like, you know, car, uh, stock card paper, whatever, you know, like a huge one mm-hmm. and drew out a little crude seven-year-old drawing of, you know, the life cycle of a, of a frog and what happens. And then just so lucky that the day that I brought it in, like we had every life cycle basically inside the aquarium from oh, that's you know, the and a little bit of algae, <laughs> some that had tails, some that were start getting their first front leg. Some that still had bass legs, some that were actually up and out and little baby toads up on top of the on top of the deal. Heck and yeah. uh and I won the science fair with it. And like yeah. there's yeah. a whole school. <laughs> and I th- I think it was just because a big part of it I think was like people were obvious like obviously you didn't have any help here with this <laughs> drawing. <laughs> there were plenty of kids that you could tell like the parents did the science project and just gave it to the kid basically, you know. <laughs> I was like, no, nobody helped you with this. My parents took me to the creek, you know. So. Bruh. <laughs> See, when I when I was in, I think it was second or third grade, I brought my uh, tarantulas to the science fair, but they made me promise that I wouldn't take them out. And I was like, they're not dangerous. Like, it's no big deal. Like, I take them out at home all the time. And they're like, you cannot bring them unless you do not take them out. And so – I was like heartbroken because I was like, people need to know that tarantulas aren't bad. And so my mom went out and got me plastic tarantulas. And so I sat at the table with the tarantulas in the enclosure. And then I put the plastic ones on my shoulder. Like it was sitting on me, like it was the regular tarantula and people would look in the tank and then look up at me and they'd be like, Oh my God. And that's it's a safe one. It's a safe one. <laughs> That... All right, I thought you were going to say that you took them out anyway. That's still cool because it still made people think that there was one chilling on you, at least for a while. They moment. told me they would keep thought... me out. Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to do a full Nirvana moment. They were like, well, they're like, do not play rape me. You're going to play Smells Like Teen Spirit. Do not play rape me at this yeah. event. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> this, 
this I think they that's where they wrote it. I don't know if you remember this story, Jeremy, where they, they this, the intro to rate me sounds very much they, like the intro to seeing spirits. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta I ride the edge gonna, of it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Rob was gonna do that with the uh, tarantula story. They told me I couldn't no. do it. They told me I, but <laughs> Oh man. Okay. I was too well, nervous. I was like, I'll just leave him in there, I guess. Yeah. Well, speaking of freaking people out with with fake uh fake animals, I had uh so for a while I worked with the University of Massachusetts on a on a project called Digital Life 3D. And it's basically uh generating uh 3D models that can be used in the classroom uh on online. Um using using photogrammetry technology, whatever. But uh the students <clears throat> they had some 3d printers so they 3d printed some pac-man frogs that they had gotten images of and they had uh one of the undergrad classes paint some of these uh, to look as close to a pac-man frog as possible and i still have one of those right here and it looks so wow. real like an ornatus super real right so can you blow up can you blow up your screen i can actually yes hang on uh i think i think i can um Oh, maybe I can't. I don't. I don't know how to. I don't know how. Uh, of course you can. Nah, ah, you there we go. Here, stare at me. Aha! Look at this. That's <laughs> awesome. It's super, super. It's like really well done. It really does. There's even a little. There's even a little glint in the eye. You know what I mean? It's got like that. Yes. Like I'm alive. Shine. Yeah. So. That's really nice. So That's super they. Nice. Uh, so I asked uh, the professor if I could take one of these to uh, I was doing a couple back-to-back reptile shows and I was like I'd love to talk to people at the shows about what you know you guys are doing um, so he's like yeah here just just take it so I put this in a 16 ounce deli cup and I put a little bit of you know moist paper towel and the amount of people that were coming and staring like wide-eyed at <laughs> this Pac-Man frog and they're like it's not breathing and then I grab the cup and be like yeah I know and shake it <laughs> <laughs> be like, what, the, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, I think it's broken. It's... Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I shake it just the right way, it wakes yeah, up. Yeah, it comes back to life. Why are you sleeping? <laughs> Why are you sleeping, Batman Frog? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the looks on people's faces, they were already like, wow, that thing's insane. And then you... <laughs> You do that to them, and they're like, what are you doing? And they're like, wait, it's making it sound like it's not real. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> the perfect segue to talk about what the hell it was and why, it was on, why a fake frog was on my table. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's this awesome research work being done at UMass Amherst. That's why I just brought and tricked you with this frog that shouldn't have been shaken, but I was shaking it. So, not stirred. A... Not stirred. That's right. I like my Pac-Man frog shaken, please. There's a place in Michigan, and I cannot remember for the life of me what this place is called. The I want to say Smithsonian, and that's 100% incorrect. It's like maybe an hour or so from Reptarium. Oh, okay. It's, I think they have the largest collection of uh, preserved species. You know, reptile and amphibian and maybe invertebrate, like on the planet. That's awesome. Um, oh, word. And one of my friends works there, and I, I want to go. I've been, I, I should reach out to her again because they're, they're kind of unlimited as far as guests due to COVID, ish. 
you know, regulations and all that. So I was wanting to go there and document it. It's pretty incredible uh, based on the things. I jumped on one of their Zoom calls one time and just kind of took a little virtual tour. And man, like the, the amount of species that I, granted, you know, is not, you have to be a little bit more nerd-like because it's not like you get to hold alive one of these species or anything. They're preserved. <laughs> but still... Like to be able to go and look through and look at all the the, the crazy amount that are there, um, I I need to go at some point. Next time I go to the reptarium, I'm hoping that it's comboed with the ability to go there too and check that out. Heck Haley man. Crowell, Haley, shout out Haley Crowell. She's one badass reptile chick, dude. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I just want to give a quick shout out to Jay Hill Jr. Uh, just uh, dropped a super chat. Says appreciate the Reptile Talk podcast. Remember to hit that like button. That's right. Hit that thumbs up. Uh, you didn't say the last name, dude. I'm I'm not gonna destroy that. I'm trying to be nice. Damn it, Cusco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Kanye you Kehake. say yeah, what? What did you say? Kanye Kehake. Okay. I probably got it wrong too. I'm saying it like it's a Hawaiian name, and it's probably not because of the. Uh, there's, it looks like no, all those letters could be Hawaiian, but I, I think I've spoken with this gentleman, and I think it's actually like a Russian last name or something. Anyway, but I, I probably said it wrong too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, well, while okay. we while we recover <laughs> from what just happened, <laughs> Sorry, that was my fault. I'll take 100 the blame for that moment. <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna run our ads for our sponsors real quick. We'll be back in two minutes. What? I wasn't told about this. Black Box Cages, located in Buford, Georgia, is your one-stop shop for all of your caging and rack needs. Owners Jen and Clint are at the helm of this fantastic company. With one of the shortest lead times in cage and rack manufacturing, Black Box can satisfy anyone's needs. From baby racks to V70s, arboreal and terrestrial caging to deep-fronted bioactive enclosures. You can find everything you need right here. New enclosure sizes and products are added frequently to their availability, so be sure to check back often. Black box cages have tons of customizing options for lighting and heating. Along with that, cages and racks can be stacked with metal stacking dowels, and all cage joints are datoed for improved durability and stability. Most cage units are flat-packed, but are pre-assembled prior to shipping to ensure a solid build every time. The Micro XC18 XT3, BioG, and 3-Stack V70 ship assembled, and all other racks are shipped freight and assembled. The XR16 and XR20 model racks allow keepers to mix and match tubs. Fitting both Vision and Freedom Breeder tubs, you can mix the V15, V18, and V35S tubs, or the FB5, FB8, and FB35CV SC tubs. This kind of flexibility allows keepers to raise their animals from hatchling to juvenile or sub-adult size before needing to upgrade into adult caging. Don't just take our word for it. Go to their website to see countless customer reviews and review videos from keepers all over. To learn more about Black Box Cages, follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Black Box Cages, and of course their website www.blackboxcages.com. Links to their socials and website will be available in the podcast description. The Show Me Reptiles and Exotic Shows are taking the country by storm. 
Dedicated to education, quality, and engagement, you can expect a wonderful experience at a Show Me Show, be it an expo or an educational event. Founders Mickey and Tamara are working tirelessly to not only create memorable expos and educational events, but also to engage in conservation efforts and industry preservation. They are proud U.S. ARC supporters and do a lot to ensure that they spread the word at every show. Find a Show Me Snakes show near you. Shows are hosted in 19 states, from Rhode Island to Florida, Colorado to Texas. There's sure to be one near you. The Show Me Show territory is ever-growing, so if there isn't one by you just yet, hang tight. To find out more info about the Show Me Shows, to book an educational event, or just to learn more in general, make sure you check out their website, showmesnakes.com. All the links to their socials and, of course, their website will be available in the podcast description. Boom. Yeah, dude, satisfy my needs with a snake in a black box. That's right. Tell you what. <laughs> That's show right. Me. So massive, massive shout out to our show sponsors, Black Box Cages and uh, and Show Me Snakes, the Show Me Snakes shows. Um, black Box is here, chilling in the chat. Shout out to uh, Jen and Clint. Their lead time is two weeks to get your enclosures. Boom. Unless you're Justin Smith and you want tubs for everything that you ordered, then you wait. You wait until those tubs arrive. You jerk. <laughs> and you'd be happy about it. <laughs> You'll be happy about the lead times. <laughs> I have Don't... not been to a, sh- a show me show yet, but I would really like to go. Oh yeah, you got to go, yes. man. Honestly, yes. it's awesome. And and Mickey, Mickey and uh, Tamara are wonderful. You know, they and they really make sure that their vendors are are taken care of, which I certainly appreciate. That's good stuff. Ooh, shout out Girl with Scales too. I thought that was some of her footage there. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Hell yeah! <clears> they, <throat> hey, that's right. They are here in the chat. Sorry, I just got distracted by the chat. I, things moved and it spooked me. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna get distracted. What's you want to get distracted? Oh Tubs. yeah! Hey, Tubs. hey! You know, who, look who else is Rob is cre- Rob is creeping reels in the chat. Rob is creeping real. He just clapped. He just clapped in the chat. Are you clapping oh, back, thought... sir? Um. <laughs> No, he's praying to get his snake in a black box. Come on. It's true. Hey. <laughs> Dude, today I went I went field herping. I saw a little you bit. more marbled salamanders. I found Aww. we found three marbled salamanders. Yes. One slimy salamander and one worm snake. Hey, a worm snake? That's badass. Hell yeah, dude. Worm snakes are sweet, dude. I remember the time I found one in Hawaii. I mean, they call him the Hawaiian blind snake over there. But oh wait, are you talking about a snake that eats worms, or it looks like a worm? Looks like a worm. Probably eats worms too. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> its whole existence is worm-based. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Dude I, we were on hiking the other day, and. My son saw a lizard, and so we're, you know, a little blue belly, a little western fence, and we were kind of chasing it down, and it ran into this hole on, on the side of the little walkway path, and just went, like, boop, in the little hole. I was like, oh, I see where it went. Let's get my finger in there, and like sticking my finger in, and then this snake pops its head out of the hole that the lizard ran into, and popped out like, what's going on out here? Who's in my house? What's that? <laughs> and, that like, and I was like, what is that? I pulled it out. I got a picture of it, so I'll have to show it to you guys after the show. I, I still haven't figured out exactly what type of snake it was. Um, 
but I'd never seen one before or after. It looked like I imagined it was like a, a baby gopher that hadn't got its pattern yet, which is probably not the case. <laughs> I don't know. I have to dig back. To, I, I get, I'll find it. I'll show it to you guys. Tell me what you think. Oh, hey, we all, yes, went, we all got pulled from the matrix. I'm excited. I'm like, <laughs> we all got pulled. <laughs> I know that... it was super excited. Just like the way it came out was like, who, who's this? <laughs> it was, it was just funny. Like this, it, 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 I'd never seen a snake annoyed before or after. Like this, <laughs> that's visibly annoyed. That like, is that is probably the best per, uh, personification of any Pituophis species. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Are you, what are you doing? What? Why you? Get out of here! What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, the, the the pit I found in Arizona was very annoyed. Very annoyed. <laughs> But Brian, I, I love seeing all the videos or the stories that you post when you're when you're field helping with your kids. Like I seriously, whenever I see that, I'm like, yes, I need to watch this whole thing. Like you guys are out there uh, catching the what was it the the newts you guys got down over there? Yeah, the rough skin newts or the, the California Ooh. newts. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. Those things are sweet, dude. They're just so approachable. I I guess because they're so poisonous, they don't. Like their level of fear. They don't is, care, is like subdued. whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like I'm just ahead. out here taking Go my ahead. time in the wide open, just crawling across these little grasses. But you know, I'll get there when I get there. What's this? A human? <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that is the carefree that I level that I strive for in life. <laughs> <laughs> there's so <laughs> there's times when like especially when the stream gets going, because it's it's a very seasonal creep. And when the stream's going, like sometimes you can just find them in droves. You just have like handfuls of newt, just like literally like oh damn, like <laughs> that's I'd freak really out. Epic. I'd be so excited. Yeah, that's pretty epic. Well, <laughs> whenever you come out here, we will go and we will find them. We'll yes, you have I need coordinate because I want to do peak uh, a couple droves. of California shows. Mm, you should do that. So you should make it work to where you do that and have time to come up here. See us. We'll go a little further north. We'll go herping with um, uh, Mr. Gundy. That's yes, yes, that, yes. It's really the the ultimate. Yes. I mean, if you want, if you want to talk about like the most zen herping experience possible, you just go out with with Brian Gundy, and it's just like it's it's the best. I mean, the dude. The first time I saw him dive headfirst into a bush <laughs> of poison oak after an alligator lizard, I was like. This guy, <laughs> I vibe he with him. It. You know, he gets it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is Justin that has jumped into the chat. <laughs> I'd rather gouge, gouge my eyes out <laughs> doing holes and tufts myself, and that's I why. Mean, to be fair, it's yes, similar process. <laughs> yes, that's true. But this is Sorry, why your lead time has passed two weeks. <laughs> Dude, the, don't, don't one of the best things are... I've seen is the people who set up the they buy like four soldering irons or five soldering irons <laughs> and like put make a plate where they they fit into it and then mm. you just take the tub and just press the tub into oh, it. Oh, that's makes all the holes even. Ah, that's fancy. Not a shim. I was gonna call it a shim. A uh, <laughs> stencil. A stencil. Better word for it. Man, me and English suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, Justin. It's if if, uh, 
All I'm going to say is don't be surprised when there's giant reptile talk stickers on all the fronts of everything that you're getting from Black Box. I'm, I'm just I might run a little rampant in there. Just just <laughs> just a heads up. Just a heads up. <laughs> it's going to be uh, the Reptile Talk podcast line of racks from Black Box that uh, that make their way to you. <laughs> Is this Pod Wars? Are we on Pod Wars now? <laughs> hey, oh, you're not supposed to be. Well, you you are supposed to be okay with it because it's most most likely going to happen. But you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> He's like, we're gonna fight, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Ah, <laughs> uh, so so Brian, on your uh, escapades. What? I hate when I can't think of a word. I think it's a jig. Oh, they have they have to have Rob's face. We gotta get Rob's face. We're gonna get that, that, that face. face right that there. face, yeah. yeah Not just Rob. Rob's, but that Rob's face. <laughs> I need somebody to screen grab that and send it to Adeline. And just be like, listen, <laughs> please do this one thing for us. No. <laughs> I mean, the face is there now. It's on the internet. All you have to do is grab it. And That's it true. Out. That's true. Oh, that boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's not the first time my face has got me into trouble, so. <laughs> it's not going to be the last. Probably not. <laughs> no. You got a long oh way gosh. to go, buddy. Long road ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Sorry so about Brian, the I... uh, helicopter. They're probably looking for somebody who escaped from the state uh, mental hospital. That's usually what that helicopter means. Children oh, uh-oh, spaghettios! <laughs> oh, oh boy! Ooh. It's generally so... a peaceful place. Every now and then, we have an escapee from the mental hospital. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they got a helicopter for. Her. Uh, yeah, for it's where it's where they filmed uh, Terminator Two when when what's her face is in the mental hospital. Really? That, oh, really? yeah, that place right there down the street. Damn, that's cool. That's wild. Yeah, sure. It's, it's great. <laughs> 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 I always sleep soundly. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, I'm, I know you've been wanting to ask me a question. I no, keep like bringing up random, random words and you're helicopters, good. looking for mental patients. <laughs> I'm I'm here for the laughs. Fuck what I was about to say. Good, good, good. Well, I bet you if you ask another question, I'll. Uh, you know, chances are. Oh man, uh, so I was going to ask uh, when you, when you do go out field herping or anything do you have uh, a target species like on your next escapade do you have a species that you'd like really like to find it generally yes generally yes i do have a target species although i say that any day where a snake no matter the species comes along then that's a gold star day regardless of even if it's a gopher snake that i've you know seen so many of them around here um that's still gold star day. So snake is always the general target species. Like found a lizard, oh cool, found a frog, found this, found that, but no snake yet. <laughs> Same one, though. One day, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It's always been that way. It's always been that way. Just like something about a 
no matter where we've been herping, you know, which has been a nice wild wide range, like, ooh, you know, six, seven foot um, <clears throat> water monitors on the golf course in Indonesia. Awesome. But it's not a snake. <laughs> <laughs> and that's generally how my heart feels about it. Um, there was one time we went herping in Utah with Clinton, Dave, and Garrett, and I found I found one snake, and I wasn't able to get hands on it. And they they still continue. This was like two years ago now, I think. They still continue to remind me of that time that we could have seen a snake, and yet I let it get away. <laughs> and, and I was so sad. I shamed myself in my own video at the end of the video. How disappointed <laughs> I was in myself for not getting that snake for everybody. And that that wasn't enough for them though. I just uh, like we'll have a group. We have a group text that's going for however many, how many, you know, a couple years or whatever. And still, somebody will be like, anytime there's a reference to a snake being found, like, oh, but don't just, just don't let Brian try and get it. <laughs> uh, that's kind of what happened when I went out with, uh, with uh, you know, those guys I went to Utah with. Me and Justin Julander were literally talking about, okay, if we see a coach whip uh, in this area or a that racer was, in this area, that was it. It was a coach whip. It was yep. a coach whip. <laughs> yep. Uh, we were like, okay, look, this is what we're going to do. We got to get a picture of it where it's sitting and then before it sees us. And then you're going to go this way. I'm going to go that way. Don't let it get to the tree. What happens? <laughs> right Boom, right tree. into the tree, up, down, into the hole. I was like, oh! <laughs> that was my mistake. Everybody was so spread out in this big, like, uh, uh, wash out in the desert. And, like, these guys were, you know, so the closest person met might have been a quarter mile away and i just mm. yelled top of my like snake because we've been like skunked for a good part of the day <laughs> and i i watched where it went i was like perfect it's just right under that log but i mean there was like you know several inches of leaf litter and mm. it was just by the time those guys got got there because I, I wanted to wait i was like that was my mistake i should have just like dove right in and done a gundy but instead i was like i'm gonna wait be smart quote unquote and wait for somebody else to get to the other side of the log so that we get it yeah, yeah it is what dude, it is they're crafty they're so crafty yeah and quick it was it was a cool really bright orange one too like this bright salmon pink orange oh, color damn. just gorgeous oh so cool looking and very fast um yeah but oh next next time i go out i think i'm gonna go out to the bluffs here um with some guys um, maybe some of the guys that just came over for that clutch pulling the other night and mm. Um, see if we can find some northern pacifics out there because it's a beautiful spot we made some videos about that spot before it's just like i would not have expected to find them there i went out with who i was mentioning before the girl Haley crowell who works now in michigan at that place um she was the a grad student at cal poly at the time and they were doing she does a lot of rattlesnake research a lot of um, stuff with that and so she was actually out there with world war ii equipment like tracking um you know like boop boop like locating snakes that they were they were releasing Damn. some and finding some checking on some they had released yeah. um but it's like this gorgeous i mean it looks like hawaii like just these bluffs and beautiful ocean cliffs and then sitting right there in that picturesque beautiful sunset shot rattlesnake right on the edge of the cliff <laughs> damn. damn so That's cool epic. it's a cool spot okay so this comment was dropped in there and i i just i feel like we have to ask this question to brian oh yeah feel free what about the time Brian let the snake crawl up his pants? <laughs> so he's got the, <laughs> the species wrong. The, the, the memory is somewhat correct. It was, I mean, uh, 
I'm trying to search the memory banks. Maybe I, maybe he's thinking about something that I'm not thinking about because I'm sure there's been <laughs> at least a couple times I let a snake crawl up my pants. Don't get any ideas, Jeremy. Um, hey, a, I'm, I'm just a, here. <laughs> it was, it, but the, the time I think he's talking about is that same day on that same trip with, with Clinton, Dave, and, and Garrett. And I was basically crouched on top of this um, tiger lizard. And it went up my pants i had a huge hole in my pants per you know usual and <laughs> clint, clint had to there was a lot going on it's all on video thankfully like I, there's <laughs> certainly some parts I, I blocked from my memory i was like you know all these guys surrounding me while i'm in a very vulnerable position with a large hole in my pants and, and a lizard <laughs> that they all basically chased into the hole <laughs> oh man oh because <laughs> that's how hard up we were for to find something because it was very hot and dry and we were like literally getting skunked and it's like a lizard we've got to get it <laughs> we got to get it <laughs> what Dude, when take, i was like take 22 the team, open up the hole in your pants let it in <laughs> no oh man dude when i was like 22 i had a party and uh, one of my friends wanted to see one of my blood pythons, and they asked to take out this one that was like not particularly too friendly. And so, like, I hook it out, and the thing flopped out onto the floor, and then it like got tangled around my feet. So I'm trying to just stand still, and it went right up my pant leg. And the thing is like this big around, so it's like mm. just barely thick enough to fit in my pants and it goes like up and then turns around and i have a picture of me laying on the floor with this blood python like coming out the bottom of my pant leg and i'm just like man i really hope it doesn't bite me right now it's not a good spot it's not a good spot oh man i was trying to imagine a blood python tangled up in anything they could barely make a full circle yeah exactly (laughs) right rob i don't know if i told you a couple weeks ago trying to uh move that that white wall ocelot out of uh out of the female's enclosure, that one always friendly one that came from Megano. Uh, <laughs> so usually he's the only short tail I, I, I feel like I ever have to hook because I can't get my hand. Seven peppers. As, no, no. Seven peppers is, is easier. Like I can get seven peppers and hold him and move him. And then he loses it. This one is yeah. like I touch him and like it's game over and he's already upset. So I hooked him. And I've got his back end, and I lift him up. As soon as I, like, applied that pressure to lift up, lost his mind, leaped off of the hook out of my hand, bit my forearm in midair, and is holding on as his body comes down. And I'm like, it's like a good, you know, eight pound, you know, maybe or so short tail, just like right there right on the meat of the forearm and down and i'm on i went right down to my knees <laughs> it was like this sucks <laughs> like holy crap that was uh that was not enjoyable to have literally a meat missile come out <laughs> and grab me and then fall not not pleasant not this guy pleasant. with the down on the knees and the sucking and the meat missiles hey i said nothing about sucking <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. You said this sucks. You literally said oh. this sucks. <laughs> In the worst way, Brian. In the worst way. <laughs> I really like. I really like Dan Magano, man. He's a cool guy. <laughs> I hope. I hope he's doing okay over there. He's, uh, you know, he's cranky as usual. 
and crank it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Good times Dude, though. It's good times. I'm, I'm lucky. Since I moved, I haven't been bit. Like now you've jinxed it. I, I did. Really tomorrow I'm going field herping all day. Oh yeah, you're getting bit, bro. I know. You're getting bit. And it's gonna be by like the most annoying garter snake ever. As long as it's not <laughs> a copperhead, we're cool. True. Yeah, that's that is literally the last message I ever want to receive from you. <laughs> Winfield yeah, herping, I've been envenomated been, by been something. envenomated by X species. Uh, oh. Can't do podcasts. <laughs> oh, if, if it's a copperhead, it's whatever. If it's anything else, <laughs> yep. I'm trying to figure out if I can flip my camera around. I, I all these chickens going to town on my wife's kale plants up there, and then, <laughs> like I want to tell them to stop, but like, yeah. Hey, like... listen. I don't know how many live streams I've I've watched or videos I've watched with Kevin screaming at his chickens while he's in frame. So I mean, <laughs> you could just pull a page out of that book. <laughs> I just don't feel like they're gonna listen. Hey. <laughs> That that just made the whole episode. Now, if you go start chasing chickens, oh, if we're chasing chickens now, this is <laughs> get out of the kale plant, you freaking donkeys! Come on, it's supposed to be T Rex, not vegetarian. Goodness gracious! Making chicken nuggets tonight, out. baby. Out, out. <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> I just feel I feel bad just sitting there watching it happen while she's at work. He's like, "By the way, you, you, the chickens destroyed your kale." I watched it happen. Uh, <laughs> I watched it happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better luck next time. <laughs> Bruh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're we're rounding out our hour mark. Uh, but uh, you know the drill. Before we let you go, Brian, we always have to ask our guests that one final question. Oh, is that, that true? Question. It is. It is true. It is still true. <laughs> so that question, sir. What in the round? Oh, the chicken retaliated. <laughs> Sorry, that's why I got a dog now. There you go. Look at look at the cute face. Um. Okay. What in the realm of reptiles, be it something you're seeing online, something you've got happening in your own collection, or whatever? What in the realm of reptiles has you excited about reptiles? He's frozen in shock. <laughs> what are you guys calling me right now from the computer? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't oh, know if I can hear you guys man. anymore. Can you can you not That's... hear us? Somebody's can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. you. Can? I don't think I can hear you. It's freaking ridiculous. Let me go into the settings real quick. Audio. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, man. Uh, somebody just tried to call me, and now I can't <laughs> hear you guys. Ruined. ruined. It's ruined. I, it's all ruined. I don't know what's happening. Damn. I don't know why I can't hear you guys. You guys can hear me. That doesn't make any sense. Let me uh, see what happens if I do this. Can I leave and come back? Is that possible? You can. It is? You, okay. you can. I'm going to leave, and then I'm going to come back. Damn. Costco. So, Jeremy, what's got you excited about <laughs> reptiles right now? 
I'm excited that I finally got some ovulations happening. Um, it's it feels like this this year's been a little later uh, than most, and I, I'm thinking honestly, it's just because of this move. You know, I've had everything in New England for years. You know, so that seasonal change has been very active, and we didn't really have a crazy winter, which yeah. I'm grateful for, obviously. Um, but I think everything's just kind of settle, got to settle into that. So. Um, yeah, I know, but I'm finally excited that I've got some ovulations happening, some ball pythons, um, Borneo short tail, the one female that is gravid because the other one fooled me with the biggest poo I have ever seen. Um, <clears throat> that uh, that one super striped posset ocelot uh, is due to lay in two weeks, and I'm pretty stoked about that. Boom! Oh, look at look at he is back. Can he hear us? Can you? Hear it works. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, look you. at that. It was look just horrible that. timing. Somebody calling me and. It said it was from some weird. It said it was my wife's computer calling. They claim my kids in there claim they didn't do it. I don't know what's happening. Damn. Excited? Yeah. What's got you excited, bro? I mean, if we're, ta- we're talking about. I got pretty excited about um, Megan Kelly hatching out the or hatching out. God, I always ruin it for myself. But the first time I was ever on a reptile <laughs> podcast, I said indigo python three times, and I still think about it to this day. Where I'm like, why did I say that? Why did I say indigo python? I know it's not a python. Why did I say it three times in a row? And why didn't they stop me? Why did they say, what are you talking about, bro? What do you mean indigo python? Are you an idiot? Nobody said anything. They knew damn wow. well I was messing up. They didn't stop me. So anyway, she didn't just, hatch just so out it's on anacondas. Record. <laughs> yes. Yes, 100% though. But those T-positive um, uh, anacondas that, that popped up. Hell yeah. Then the, then the pied that's in, in Justice with the blood python, the pied blood python that's yes. there today. But what... And those are those are awesome. And I'm I'm super excited about those. I, I love I love morphs in snakes. Snake morphs are one of the big things I get really excited about. But the thing that I'm most excited about is when the news is going to break that this amendment has been pulled from the America Competes Act. And at that moment, that that's what I'm most excited about for right now. That when that announcement drops, like I know it's gonna, that's the moment that I'm excited about that right there i'm gonna i'm gonna have my own little party over here also i'm very thankful for you guys to having me because i was honestly in a bit of a a little bit of a slump today and now i feel great and so i'm it's gonna be a big party when when that when that news drops so hell yeah yeah absolutely that's where it's at man that's it that's what it is all right brian if people want to find out more about you and the things that you're doing where should they follow you well, you could easily find out more about me, all the things you never wanted to know, all the things you might want to know. Um, Brian Cresco, just look up my name on basically any any of those social platforms, you know, whether it's YouTube or Instagram. Um, just search my name, and it'll it'll pop up. You'll you'll find out everything you need to go. I mean, just plug it into Google and find out all about me. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. There's gonna be somebody that Google's. There's gonna be somebody that Google's your name now. And there's oh, this... that's it's happened already. <clears throat> oh. I've had many people tell me, "Hey, hey, I googled your name, and um... <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of sketchy websites that came up first. <laughs> <laughs> I've pushed most of it down with reptile content. Thankfully, <laughs> that was the goal. Okay, it makes sense now. Right, right now we understand. And... It's it's shamed. It's not a love for snakes. <laughs> no, can't stand them. God, those slimy bastards. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh dude, well I'm so happy that we got this time to hang out and catch up and just uh and just chat, man. It's it's been a yeah. little while. So. It has been a little while and you guys need to come out here and see me. I'm just gonna put that. Yes. Out. Yes, I agree. I'm uh I'm supposed to be coming to California sometime in April. I'm just waiting to confirm dates. So maybe, maybe we could make something, something go down. Just, just let me know, man. You, you come out here to see me. You won't just see me. I promise. So, you know, you don't, you won't be disappointed. What if I only want to see you? Well, we can make that happen too. Okay. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> Heck yeah. All right, dude. Thank you again for joining us. We definitely yeah, thank you so much, it. man. And uh, go, go, me, go follow this guy if you don't already. I think everybody here already does. But if you don't, shame on you. Go follow him. Oh, no, no, no more shaming. I'm done with the shaming. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to follow me, just don't. <laughs> no, no, you got to do it. Now you have to because he said don't. So that means you have to. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much for jumping in on the chat, everybody. I've been seeing all the chats come through. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Boom. Love you guys. Peace.